Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life. This is Sister Veritas. And this is Sister Day. and today we are going to talk about how to let love grow your wonder. Even a cool title. It's I'm into it. Yeah. Um, opens me up, opens up my mind, my yeah. heart. And actually, I don't know, it makes me think about the Guinness Book of World Records. Really? <laughs> yeah, it it does, it. because it was, I was... I was looking at some of the records that were set in 2019, uh-huh. and I was blown away. Wow. Yeah, it filled me with wonder at the human person. Wow. Uh, what, like, what kind of stuff you, did you find? I mean, it's, like, outrageous. Um, first of all, um, Kipchoge, if you are familiar with the running world, he... Bit. Yeah. <laughs> Small amount. <laughs> no, this is... It's astounding. Um, you know, Kipchoge's from Kenya, and he finally did it. He broke... Mm-hmm a two-hour marathon. That's crazy. I can't even... Outrageous. What speed do you have to run for that? That's I think m- like 13.1 miles per hour. Holy smokes. Yeah. That's like my sprint, like more than my sprint. <laughs> it's, it's astounding. Yeah. This is the human person. But then if you flip over to like Korea, there is this man who made a handmade egg noodle. Wow. Guess, <laughs> yeah. Guess how many feet it was in length. Um, really long. Uh, 600 feet. Holy smokes. It was over 600 feet, which is longer than the Washington Monument. That's amazing. Um, I'm not sure this happened in 2019, but largest largest cappuccino. Wow. Guess how large it was. Like bathtub size? 1,122 gallons. What? I mean, the aspiration to (laughs) make a cappuccino that large. How do you drink that? Like, that... What is inside the human person? I don't know. That strives for such a thing. Okay. A sandcastle. Okay. The biggest ever. Okay. It took 12 sculptors, 8 technicians, 24,000 pounds of sand, and 57 feet high. Holy smokes. Took three and a half weeks. That's crazy. How many stories is that? That's a lot of... It's like, I don't know. It's a lot. 57 feet? It's a lot of stories. Like, the dream. It's, Who had that dream? It's amazing. And made it reality. Made it reality. Um, a Canadian artist. This is for you, sister. Okay, for me. Okay. Um, okay. Made a sculpture out of drinking straws. Wow. That's, <laughs> I like to say, good for my recycling people. <laughs> right? We love recycling. Right? That's, Original. That's amazing. Right? I cannot. I mean. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Reusing, I'm sure, this is recycling. Yeah. Yeah, definitely recycling because they're, they're not legal in some parts of the country anymore it's amazing it was 10 feet tall and it used wow. 168,000 over 168,000 drinking straws that's amazing good uh, for them i mean wow. i mean just to sit back and it yeah. is it does fill you with wonder it does and actually what's my response when you said all that wow like that's all i want to say to each of those things outrageous it's it's awesome outrageous or even in love there was a couple in japan that was married for over 81 years <laughs> It's so beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? It's so beautiful. I can't even imagine. That's, a, that's, they must have been like a hundred and something. They were very old. old. <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't quite as old as the oldest woman in the world, who is 116. Holy shit. And smokes. she's also from Japan. Wow. Anyway. You've got something in the water there. That's amazing. Right? They know how to live long and well. 
But needless to say, it's astounding what God has put inside of us. It is. The gift of the human person, the gift of our lives, the capacities that we can stretch and engage. And yeah, it fills me with total wonder mm-hmm. um, at myself and the person next to me. And wow. It's amazing. And I think it's like we're so, our world is so full of wonders. Mm. You know, there's a great quote from G.K. Chesterton. And he said, the world will never starve for want of wonders, but only for want of wonder. Mm. You know, it's, it's, Mm. do we have the eyes to see, you know, and the hearts to rejoice in uh, what's been given to us. Wow, sister. Yeah. I can't wait to dive in. Uh, Shall we pray? That'd be great. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Jesus, thank you for your goodness, for your love, for making uh, this beautiful world uh, for us. Um, Lord, thank you for all the gifts you've given us. And we ask you, Jesus, now for the grace to open our eyes, open our hearts, to see the wonders uh, that you desire to to give us, that you have given us, um, to see your glory and your beauty in everything. Uh, give us joy, Lord, um, as we marvel uh, at your mystery and at your beauty. We entrust ourselves and all those who are dear to us and all the intentions of our hearts to you and to our Blessed Mother as we pray, Hail Mary, full, full of grace, grace, the Lord is with thee. thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady, Queen of Heaven, pray for us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Wow, sister, thank you. Yeah, thank you. No, wonder. Yeah, wonder. How would you define it exactly? Okay, well, basic definition is it's something, someone that arouses awe, astonishment, surprise, or admiration. It's a marvel. Um, it's the emotion aroused by a wonder. It's an event inexplicable by the laws of nature. So it's like a miracle. Mm. Um, a wonder is a monumental human creation regarded with awe. Um, that's just a soundbite from our local dictionary. <laughs> uh, it, I, even just to talk about it opens me up. Mm-hmm. I feel my... I feel myself expand, Mm -hmm. my horizons expand. Mm -hmm. And I do think it's important for us as Christians to talk about wonder, Mm -hmm. to let love, God is love, Mm -hmm. grow our wonder, because it hearkens to the fundamental reality that we believe as Christians that all is gift. Yeah. All has come forth from a great giver. Yeah. And to unwrap that gift... We need the eyes to see, as you were saying, sister, Mm -hmm. uh, to be able to step back and wonder, to Mm -hmm. take delight in, um, stand before the personal gifts of love that God is, has given and loves to sow in and through each of our days. Definitely. And it's, it's, uh, I mean, even as you're speaking, like you think of like the wonders of the world, all these things, I mean, Mm. Niagara Falls, which if you've seen it, it's incredible. Astounding. It's incredible. You know, I don't, can't even guess how many millions of tons of water is pouring over that edge. Your jaw drops, right? Yeah. Like you're, yeah. you're speechless. 
and as you're saying, sister, and I love what you're saying, but it's like the, the, the fundamental posture of the Christian actually is to live in wonder because this is, this is, he's the God of wonders, mm. you know, um, and he makes all things new um, all the time and it's, it's constantly uh, happening. Um, and it's for you. It's mm. for me. Um, it's, it's deeply, deeply beautiful and deeply personal, actually. Amen. Yeah. I think it harkens to the reality that we're living in relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a reality mm-hmm. that flows from the reality that we've been created mm-hmm. uh, by God. And he established us in a relationship with himself. Mm-hmm. And he could have put us in a dust bowl right. and said, good luck. Right. But he put us in places like Australia mm-hmm. with amazing, the Great Barrier Reef mm. or Alaska yeah. and uh, Mount McKinley yeah. or Russia. Mm-hmm. I mean, Siberia is a stunning. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's cold, but <laughs> the ice, the, the wonder of that. Yeah. Um, then you can tuck into any state, any nook or cranny of the world mm-hmm. has unique yeah. beauty yeah the the smells the the sights the sounds it's just um like I, I remember living in australia when i was a kid and the normal like birds of the neighborhood i mean similar to the bronx i guess <laughs> but they're all parrots it's like parrots and it's like i can't and every day of that year i lived there was like wow mm. i can't believe it i can't believe it but i believe it you know and and just that um it's almost like you're being you, you have the experience that you're held by something bigger than you. Yeah. Because how can, it, it's beyond my full comprehension. Mm-hmm. There's a mystery to it. And mm-hmm. I think the mystery evokes wonder because we can't quite get to the bottom of this beauty mm-hmm. or this uh, stunning, you know, puzzle of creation. It, it's really something. It is. I love, yeah. wow, sister. It's so true. Mm-hmm. And I know that, why is tourism so big? Why do people love to go visiting mm-hmm. new places and seeing mm-hmm. wonderful things? Because I think we love being blown away mm-hmm. by how big and great mm-hmm. the mystery yeah. of life is around us and to stand small before something. Yeah. There's something deeply real and authentic about it, yeah. that I'm not the center of the universe. Exactly, exactly. Like there's something beyond me mm. and yet it's for me at the same time. Like, there is something eternal about my life Mm -hmm. and about the one who made me. Mm -hmm. It's something, and also, it just, again, wonder opens us up. So, like, I know I can have this wonderful tendency, you know, to go through life thinking, like, the world's against me. Or, like, (laughs) you know, you cling to, like, the one thing wrong. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) You cling to the one thing wrong when, actually, it's so, wonder helps us realize there are, like, a bazillion things going right yes like i mean i'm not even like thinking and my heart's beating my cells are regenerating like my eyes are blinking yeah spontaneously and appropriately (laughs) (laughs) um the tilt of the earth is just so so that we're either not frozen or fried you know yep it's, There's a lot of things going right. A lot of things are right. In fact, I mean, that actually it's, it reminds me of a class I took in college. Um, it was on hazards, natural hazards. That's like the coolest class ever. It was awesome. It was really fun. But what I ended up really learning from that class, you know, because you, you think of everything you study is like a, asbestos and like basically studying everything that could kill you. And I walked out of that class 
basically just marveling that um, it's a miracle we're alive. <laughs> I could be dying by a thousand things every day, and I'm not. Wow. And it, but it's like the marvel, like, wow, wow. I am alive. Wow. Like, it really is well, and sister, wonderful. That, I mean, it speaks to many classes I took in nursing school, yes. which conversely, yes. to study the systems of the body. Yeah. And you realize how much has to conspire in this effort of life. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool sentence. Right? Yeah. Like, but with precision yeah. and delicacy and yeah. like, you've got neurons and you've got adipose tissue and you've got, you've got the central nervous system and the cardiovascular system and the respiratory system. All of this has to work in this outrageous symphony. Mm. And it, again, it points us in this awe of a creator yeah. who made us so complex and yet so marvelously. Yeah. And that our lives rest in his hand. Our life is within his life. Yeah. And he has spoiled us. He, he does. He has, he has given us bazillions of species of, of creatures and trees and plants and creation yeah. and people. Yeah. That not one person looks like another. Yeah. I it, mean, exactly. I'm right. I mean, even our, phone fi- our own fingerprints are unique we have elbow prints we have toe prints you know and heel prints and (laughs) And billions of people it's amazing okay i'm sorry that's astounding it's amazing it's astounding it's amazing and i also in all of this like the astoundingness of of the varied variedness of everything but it's also i think that i know we just said this but it's for you like it's beyond you but for you like even like insects which i like studying (laughs) college but like most people are like ooh, gross terrible Mm mm-hmm but you actually realize, like, we actually couldn't survive on this planet without them. Wow. Really, actually. Glad to know that, it's not. It's not possible. I should take an appreciation like, class. <laughs> <laughs> I can help you with that. <laughs> it's really, we, like, owe a debt, I mean, sort of, to the, to the bugs. But it's amazing. Wow, sister. It, yeah. Well, and it kind of, it harkens to how can we grow it in wonder? How do we let love grow our wonder mm. and I something kind of comes into focus for me as far as being childlike versus being childish great distinction I think that's really important right yeah yeah so like to be childlike is to receive yeah is to have the freedom to play because we know dad's yeah. got it yeah um, that's a great image to sit trust on the, yeah trust depend you know? mm-hmm and to, to enjoy, like, to take joy in what's been given, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm given an orange popsicle on the porch as a kid. That's the best thing ever in the world that could happen to me at that moment. Amen. It's like, and there's, like, nothing in that moment. It's like, wow. You know, I was a biter. I, I'm, I'm a biter of popsicles. <laughs> I'm a, you, or a slower saverer. But anyway, but it's like. Amen. But, wow. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I love that carefreeness, not worry, trust that I'm mm. held. And, and like. It's, yeah, it's cool. It's wonderful. Amen. And to watch a child unwrap a gift, Mm -hmm. to watch a child play with a marshmallow, (laughs) to watch a child the first time they've been given sugar. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember watching my niece, uh, like, really taste sugar for the first time, and it was magical. (laughs) I can only imagine. (laughs) Um, Versus... If you look at uh, more childish behavior, yeah, which okay, you know we've got our temper tantrums, we've got, you know, someone's insisting on their own way. You've got someone with a really tight grip 
um, on their on their reality, on their mm-hmm. their thoughts about how things should go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. a lot smaller that yeah. world. Yeah, it's Ent- a lot more tense. Entitlement. Mm-hmm. You know, I should be. I should have this. I'm entitled to this thing. That versus childlikeness, which is thank you. Mm. Wow, what a gift. What a gift. You know, and the the difference actually between, you know, those who are experience of being childish and not being happy mm-hmm. but being childlike and being happy mm-hmm. right it reminds me of um one of uh, c.s lewis's uh books within the chronicles of narnia uh-huh voyage of the dawn treader yes yes and um well he comes into a more primary role eustace and you see his transformation mm-hmm. uh, throughout this chronicle of Narnia. And it's beautiful to see how he's this kind of insistent and um, very uh, particular particular yeah. character uh, and throws tantrums left and right. Mm-hmm. And yet to watch him learn to, to go with the flow, it takes him being turned into a dragon because he got uh, <laughs> sticky fingers and touched the forbidden treasure. But... Um, you see him really grow through this adventure mm-hmm. and grow in humility. Mm-hmm. And I think that growth in humility is key. You see that that, that was the gate for Eustace. Mm-hmm. Being able to step into this new world that mm-hmm. allowed him to step into relationship with, you know, mm-hmm. his, his cousins. Mm-hmm. And to step into the adventure and yeah. be able to live it with courage, yeah. and actually to take a role in that with strength, and it it was strengthening to him. Mm-hmm. So you see, too, I think um, wonder helps us to become more ourselves. Sister, I love that. I think that's so true, and it, and to take ourselves more lightly, or like you're saying, the not the lack of fixation on the one one thing. Amen. Well, it kind of reminds me of. Uh, St. Augustine. Mm. And, he's, right? He's so good. He's, he learned, a man who had a great conversion, yeah. but learned to see God in all things. Yeah. And I wonder if, I don't know, sister, do you want to read? I have a little quote here. I don't know if you want to read. I would love to. And, and this is a man who lived a crazy life, a wild life, mm-hmm. partying, etc., had a mistress, all of that. And he became like a child. Even after that, it was like a, a second childhood. Wow. Yeah. And to say something like this, late have I loved you, O beauty ever ancient, ever new. Late have I loved you. You were within me, but I was outside. In my unloveliness, I plunged into the lovely things which you created. You were with me, but I was not with you. Created things kept me from you. Yet if they had not been in you, they would not have been at all. You called, you shouted, you broke through my deafness. You flashed, you shone, you dispelled my blindness. You breathed your fragrance on me. I drew in breath, and now I pant for you. I have tasted you. Now I hunger and thirst for more. You touched me, and I burned for your peace. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. What a quote. Right? Yeah. Well, and you see how his step into this world of faith. Mm-hmm. He believed, Mm -hmm. and this new world broke open Mm -hmm. to him Mm -hmm. where he could see God in everything. He could see God within. He could see where he had pushed God out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it, I mean, I'm so compelled by that quote, Mm -hmm. uh, by his words. And look what he gave to the church. Oh, my gosh. Treasure. One of the greatest saints. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, treasure upon treasure. Treasure upon treasure. Was the fruit of his life. Uh, 
it's really true. I mean, and, and just, I mean, how many saints have built upon him, you know, and like, I mean, even there's another, um, he's not a saint yet, but his cause is open. Um, hmm. Antonio Gaudi, he was a Spanish huh. architect. Oh, wonderful. And, but it was just like that same wonder. He was captured um, as a, a young man by the wonders of nature and wow. was, and let himself just like marinate in nature and was so formed by it um, that it like it drew him to the Lord, but then it really affected his work as an architect. You know, he, he um, graduated from architect school and, and his, when he received his, his degree, the person giving it to him said, this is either for a fool or a genius, Wow. you know, but just, he actually, he was, um, those are fighting words. Yeah. He let himself be so, um, captivated by, by God's beauty and creation. And he, he created like the Sagrada Familia in Spain. It's like, I've never been in a church like it. It's outrageous. And his ability to see color and shape and light and form. And, and it was like, this is a, this is actually the result of contemplation of God Mm. in, in nature, but also in his word and in his scripture. And, and I think that's really, uh, I think, yeah, I think, I mean, that kind of leads to another point actually is wondering, you know, at God in nature, but also wondering at God in his word. Amen. Yeah. Like Our Lady. Yeah. She pondered. Yeah. uh, The word of God. Uh, And I would love to even speak about briefly, I think sometimes praying with scripture can be scary. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you think you need a theology degree. Certainly that could help. Um, But actually... God's word is alive Mm -hmm. and it's waiting to speak to us. Mm -hmm. And um, the Lord knows our minds, our hearts, our souls, and he knows exactly how to speak to Mm. us in and through his word. And we just need to open ourselves to it. Yeah. Lean in in faith. Yeah. And I think, you know, sister, I think a lot of people want to do that. A lot Mm -hmm. of us want to do that. But it can be like, how do I do that? How do I engage scripture Mm -hmm. in that way? How do I let this sense of wonder penetrate my experience of scripture because so often it's like I've heard that passage before I've heard it since I was a kid right how can I receive it as a new thing well I'm that's a great question (laughs) it's a great question and actually I would love to share um there's a beautiful I really appreciate his writings um Erasmo Levi Maricakis he does he's written a lot kind of opening up the word of God mm. and um, and of late he's a man of our times and he named in I think volume three that he wrote um, uh, about nine qualities of Lexio Divina wow. so how to approach praying with the word of God mm. and in a sense as we're speaking of entering into these new worlds of, mm. of life and beauty um, we can do that because in a sense the word of God mm. I mean, all of creation, it has been penetrated by it. Wow. Um, that the word made flesh yeah. dwelt among us. Yeah. And so... And came forth from. All of creation came forth from the word of God. Isn't that outrageous? It's outrageous. So this is where we want to waste a lot of time. Yeah. And actually live from this, the view that it gives us. Mm-hmm. Um, so nine qualities. Okay. So what, let's them. just, we can lay yeah. them out here briefly. So as we're approaching the word of God... Mm-hmm. Um, we want to be leisurely. Mm. We don't need to rush. Take time. There you Take go. Take time. Yeah. I think St. Francis de Sales says the worst, the worst way to wreck devotion is to rush. Try to rush your prayers. There you go. Yeah. So leisurely. Mm-hmm. Secondly, it's ruminative. Hmm. What does that word mean? Yes. <laughs> it's like we go over 
these words in our intellect and our imagination. Mm-hmm. We, okay, this sounds a little wild, <laughs> but this word actually comes from ruminate. This is what um, rumination happens. Like cows' stomachs, they have four of them. Right. And they're breaking down the grass. They chew their cud. I think it's four stomachs. Yeah, it's a have, lot. They have four stomachs. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. They I, chew their cud. There you go. So it's, but in a sense, with the word of wow. God, sacred wow. scripture. Wow. Ruminating on it, mm. pondering on mm. it, savoring it, savoring it, mm-hmm. as Our Lady did, mm-hmm. um, as she lived <laughs> the life of Jesus Christ wow. in real time, and pondered his life, his words, his actions. Third, it's cordial. Mm. Okay, so you see, there's a relational quality here. We yeah. we go where our heart yeah. draws us, and we can trust that. Yeah. Actually, we want our heart to lead. Yeah. And who, I mean, when you say the word cordial, actually, I think of friendship. There's mm. a, there's a, always a cordiality, mm-hmm. cordiality in friendship. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And we don't have to ever be afraid yeah. of the word of God. No. Never be afraid no. of the word of God. Yeah. And we can be ourselves before the word of God. Amen. Actually. Yeah. Amen. So it's cordial. Fourth, he says, it's contemplative. Mm. So we want to have a, a receiving heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To see and, and receive what he's saying, what he's giving. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, resting in it. There we go. Mm-hmm. Contemplation. Fifth, it's disinterested. Hmm. And I love this. I think it's important. It, in the sense, we're not trying to get anything done. That's a huge point, sister. Mm-hmm. It actually is. Because I think so often we can enter into prayer and like, I got to do this right. I got to have, I got to see production or something, you know, an achievement after this something produced and actually that's totally the way of the world but it's not the way of prayer no yeah prayer is relational Mm -hmm. and relationship Mm -hmm. in a sense whatever helps you to go deeper in relationship Mm -hmm. do it Mm -hmm. it's like um what is it it's it's a it's not a task to be accomplished it's a love to be lived and cultivated yeah amen sister Mm -hmm. disinterested wow and isn't that if we think about relationally on the human plane Mm -hmm. when someone approaches me in a in a sense an attentive way but they're not being with me to get something out of me Mm -hmm. as much as they are there just to be with me yeah don't you feel loved so loved it's like i just want to spend time with you right and it's like i don't want anything from you amen yeah and yet that's the way we receive most abundantly Mm -hmm. as we just seek to abide with and Mm -hmm. be with Mm -hmm. god Mm -hmm. it will fill us to overflowing yeah uh, sixth, it's provocative. I'm mm. going to break that open a little bit in the sense that I'm willing to be provoked. Mm. I'm, I'm willing to move out of my comfort zone. I'm willing to jump out of the boat. Mm. Um, I'm willing to let go of my world of controls and be vulnerable mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's provocative. We mm-hmm. want Where is the word, as mm. St. Paul says, cutting mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. sword? Where is that sword want to... Yeah cut right in yeah it's like where do i feel when i'm reading that passage what in that passage makes me feel like attracted to it there's a movement there or what is it like oh i don't want to think about that Mm -hmm. i'm repulsed by that exactly Mm -hmm. go there go there lean in yeah and don't be afraid yeah of the mess yeah ask jesus to go right there with you yeah seventh uh, it's ecclesial. Mm. So in a sense, we have to read with the mind and the heart of the church. Mm. We have to be Christocentric and Marian. Yeah. Um, and we're safe yeah. if we're thinking with Jesus and Mary yeah. and with the mind and heart of the church. Yeah. And actually, the, the traditions of the church, the teachings of the church can shed, shed amazing light on 
mm-hmm. our experience and our understanding of scripture. Mm-hmm. You know, even astounding, mm-hmm. rich mm-hmm. tradition mm-hmm. and history. Mm-hmm. It's eighth. It's transbiblical. Cool. Right. Super cool. Okay. So <laughs> in a sense, we have to allow, we have to let the word, the whole world of the world of the word. Mm-hmm. Um, interact yeah. with my present contemplation. You're pondering it in relevance mm-hmm. to the rest of the word. Yeah, in relation to because it's all it's all one. It's a person. The word is a person. Amen. And whenever you touch one part of the person, you're touching the whole. Mm-hmm. Actually, in in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Old Testament, New Testament, they all weave together in this incredible symphony. You know, like I remember looking at where Jesus is being stripped of his garments, and it's like. I didn't realize until I looked at, there's like, you know, there's like little footnotes in scripture. And it was like, it had a footnote for um, like Leviticus or something, like some random, you know, seemingly boring book from the Old Testament. And I went back and it was like, wow, it's talking about how the, the um, garment, the seamless garment Jesus is wearing. It's a reference to how that was a priestly garment, uh. um, you know, woven in one piece from above, you know, and actually blue in the Old Testament, totally blue, you know. Uh clothes in like the color of his mother. So I don't, I mean, who knows, but the, the, the connection, it's like, what? It's powerful. It's amazing. It's absolutely powerful. Um, wow, sister. And then lastly, ninth, it's mystagogical. So in a sense, it's this process over time. This isn't going to be instant coffee. All right. This is, this <laughs> we don't is, want instant coffee. We don't want instant coffee. No. The cold brew tastes a lot better. Yeah. It takes a little longer. Yeah. Um, or hot, you know, whatever you go for, but. <laughs> It's, it's this process over time of putting on the mind of Christ mm. and actually praying with him mm. in his, letting your hearts be one. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's not a crazy thing no. to be um, seeking. Yeah. It's actually what God desires. Right. And if you have that desire yeah. to be one with Jesus, yeah. to be one mind and heart, mm-hmm. to see the world as he sees, mm-hmm. To, to know his love in and through your being, mm-hmm. um, that your heart's beat is one, well, that's his desire that he's inspiring in you. Mm-hmm. He's crazy about you. Yes. And he wants to be one too. Yeah. He wants to be united yeah. uh, to, to us. And that's actually what we're, what we're made for, is that's union it. with God. That's the goal of our life. That's it. Actually. And we can start living that now. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... I don't know, sister, how have you experienced the power of Lexia? Mm. Well, there's, um, I'll just give an example. Of, I mean, I, I've basically, re- I mean, scripture, it, it changes you. It forms you. It really does, actually. And if you're having struggles with, you know, being absorbed in your problems or fixated on things, actually letting scripture, letting the word of God, letting the life of Christ actually reform your mind, your memory, your heart. Letting his life become your thoughts mm-hmm. um, is so powerful. But um, even just a simple example of uh, something I prayed with in scripture, which just kind of seems totally abstract, and it sort of is, but it's not because um, right here. So I was praying with, and it's totally a random passage. <laughs> Sometimes that's where the Holy Spirit loves to surprise you. Right. It is actually true. And letting yourself be surprised, I think, is part of it. Mm-hmm. Like taking a passage that you've prayed with before or is like boring or whatever. And it's like, Jesus, what do you want to say here? And it's like, boom. Um, but it's um, from Matthew 15, uh, starting at verse 21. And it's it, the first sentence. I'll just talk about the first sentence. It said, leaving that place, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. 
right? Mm-hmm. Which is in like uh, Samaria area. And it later goes on to talk about him meeting the Canaanite woman, asking for help for her daughter. But I literally got stuck on the first sentence, which is <laughs> leaving that place. Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. Wow. If you look at the map where Jesus was and where Tyre and Sidon was, it was a total, like it was not on his way to where he was going next. It was a total detour. Like he went there purposely um, wow. uh, and to meet this woman. I mean, mm-hmm. really, it really was. And it was like the experience of like it, um, touching like his intentionality. Everything wow. Jesus did was intentional. That's powerful. And like say. Jesus, but it's not, not only did he withdraw to the region of Tyre and Sidon for her, he did it for me. Mm. He went there for me, actually. Wow. Um, and so even just that sentence, I was like stuck on it for a long time because it was like, oh my gosh, just the intentional love of Jesus. And it, it felt when I read that, it was like I not only encountered, I, I actually encountered the person of Christ. I touched him. Mm. Um, I, you know, entered into his love, into his uh, eternity. It's like you touch eternity in that. So outrageous. It's amazing. But just, I mean, that's just a very little sample of, yeah. of how that scripture is alive. It's alive. It's alive. And it's waiting for us every day. Mm-hmm. Like this is, it wants to be this alive mm-hmm. in our lives mm-hmm. every day. Right. Right, yeah. you know, and, and and everyone has, and actually God calls everyone to have a personal encounter with him in scripture. Mm. And like, I'm sure you, I mean, you have lots. Amen. Sure. Well, amen. And it's a, it's a great privilege, I think, of our lives as religious. Um, mm. Yes, to, to have deep lives of prayer. And yet I think in living that, I also recognize, and what's come alive to me is, yeah, how much it's for all, the whole body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And it's accessible, and I think there's a way to bring it into your daily life, mm-hmm. um, whether it's spending, um, I know a mom of five, and she'll get up, even if it's just 15 minutes early, before she knows the kids are going to wake up, mm-hmm. and she sits in an armchair, and mm-hmm. she prays with the Word, and it's so beautiful to hear the lights that she receives uh, wow. just in that time, wow. and how they carry her through her day, That's and awesome. I'm like, wow, I, I actually want to learn how to um, pray like she does mm-hmm. and that word carries her mm-hmm. um, but I think too Lexio Divina is in a beautiful tradition um, in in our faith and I think it's a compliment to that um, Ignatian prayer as well yeah uh, awesome. right it's awesome that it's using scripture and yet particularly allowing the Holy Spirit to really um, anoint the use of one's imagination mm-hmm. and in that right you can encounter Jesus so mm. powerfully in his word that the scripture literally comes alive mm. like better than a pop-up book <laughs> you know like right remember those as kids I love those. the whole scene becomes it just pops up in your face it, you know Ignatian prayer can be like this mm. uh, that's why in in the tradition of our church we have five-day retreats eight-day retreats 30-day retreats that allow you to walk with Christ in and through his life mm. so to be yes conformed to him more deeply mm. and I do I remember um on a retreat and it sounds so simple but it it totally transforms you um praying with the flight into egypt mm. you know uh joseph leading mary and the mm. infant jesus um into foreign lands mm. and i can't imagine and this 
this uh, exodus coming to life, sitting in the wilderness with the Holy Family yeah. uh, around a campfire and watching St. Joseph and the way that he reverenced Our mm. Lady, the way he looked at Our Lady, mm. which I can't even tell you, cascades of graces, um, yeah. or the way that he held the baby Jesus, mm. um, and, and just watching um, this quiet saint, um, this protector, mm -hmm. this father, um, it stood as a father in the midst of the Holy Family, uh, this beautiful husband, mm. um, and coming to deeper knowledge and understanding of, of what God intends mm. in the sanctuary of family. Mm. Uh, anyway, I could, <sighs> I could go on and on, but it's like, it was so powerful mm. and allowing that as they were, again, there's so much there that there's it opens so up. Much. But, but to, I just encourage anyone listening, mm -hmm. find a way to mm -hmm. encounter God's word each mm -hmm. and every day, mm -hmm. and it will change your life, mm -hmm. even if it's just 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, it really will. And sister, honestly, even as you're speaking and describing your experience of prayer, mm -hmm. I have the experience that that is for me. Like your prayer is, it was Amen. for you, but it's actually blessing me as I hear it. Isn't that powerful? Isn't it amazing? And that's the word. Yeah. That is the word. Yeah. It's, and the Holy Spirit uh, loves to bless. He does. Whoa, sister, this is too good. It's Let amazing. love grow your wonder. wonder. Yeah, especially through nature and through the word. Through the word, creation. Yeah. Well, before we go. Yeah. Any challenges, yeah. thoughts, musings? Yeah. I think kind of piggybacking on what you just said. <laughs> yeah. I really, I do really encourage um, everyone listening, myself also, but to, to really take that, that time each day, 10 minutes even, and pop open a scripture passage mm -hmm. um, and ask Jesus specifically, Lord, give me the grace um, to wonder mm -hmm. at this, um, to wonder at your newness. What, do you, what, what new thing do I tell me through this? And give me, give me the wonder in my heart to mm -hmm. receive it. Um, I, I really, it really will, it, it is... It can be life-changing. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Amen. So that's my challenge, my before you go. What about you, before I, we go? I think it's beautiful, sister. I would say, as a compliment to your <laughs> encouragement, um, to, to go to start, perhaps, with the life of Christ. Mm -hmm. To know Christ is to know yourself. Mm -hmm. And uh, so go to his birth. Mm -hmm. uh, go... Before that, to our ladies, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, how did our God choose to come to us? Mm -hmm. uh, travel with him. What miracles did he perform? Mm -hmm. uh, what miracles does he want to perform in your life? Yeah. Um, how did he die for you? Mm -hmm. And with what love and mm -hmm. self-sacrifice? And that, that, may you come to know that sacrifice for you personally. Mm -hmm. Because I think once we know that at the core of who we are, mm -hmm. It animates us with also an unsparing love, which we know we're made to live with right. and give. Right. Uh, so perhaps as you take on scripture, to start with that person mm -hmm. of Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and to focus in um, on his life. You know, you could go to Leviticus, but <laughs> maybe the Gospel of John. Yeah, um, that might be better. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and, and really, who yeah. is he? Yeah. Who is this God? Yeah. Yeah. Sister, I love that. That is really beautiful. Yeah. Amen. Wow, should we, um, close speaking of all these, yeah, closing with a prayer. Speaking of prayer. Let's do it. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Jesus, you are the word that the Father spoke to us. You are life 
you are love, you are redemption, new beginning, you're Prince of Peace, God hero, um, you are our beloved. And we ask that uh, you send your Holy Spirit, that uh, we invite your Holy Spirit to fill our hearts, our souls, our minds. We ask for an anointing uh, of seeing the world as you see, uh, through eyes of love, of a world that's been redeemed by love, and that we also turn that gaze towards ourselves, that we uh, grow in seeing ourselves as you see us, as your beloved children, as your sons and daughters, as uh, people worth creating, uh, saving, dying for, and loving always in all things. And we just thank you, Father, ahead of time for blessing us, and we ask for eyes wide open to see your blessings. As we say, glory be to the Father, to the Son, and, and to, to the, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. As, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless all of you. Praying for you. Thinking of you. See you next time. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.